Blog Talk Radio.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. How is everybody doing out there in the land of the Internet, World Wide Web? Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron. We are so happy to be able to come to you all this morning on this third day of March, 2024. Oh, my God. Time is not waiting on no one. It's just moving along. I'm your host today. I will be the person that's replacing, substituting, standing in for Apostle-elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser for this Sunday. And um, I just want to say good morning, as we used to say when we were children. This is the day that the Lord has made. Be grateful and thankful in it. I just say, God, I thank you for another day. After yesterday, I just want to share that with you all a little later. But right now, I just want to go into prayer. Come on and join me with a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you. We thank you, O Lord that we were able to wake up this morning with breath in our body, the abilities to move our limbs and use our limbs in our right mind, oh God. We just want to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise and bless your holy name. We want to come before you, oh God, asking you to open up our hearts and our minds and our spirit, oh Lord, that we will receive what you have for us on today, God. That we will come to our common sense, rightful sense, grateful sense, and say, save me, O Lord, for you are God. God, we come to you on today to say, I am so grateful to know the difference between right and wrong. I am so grateful I can stand before you, lay before you, and just ask you, God, to forgive me of every sin, oh, Lord, that I've done in your presence, that I've done when I thought nobody knew, sins of the mind, of the heart. God, I just ask you to forgive me of sins of omission, commission, God. Forgive me of anything and everything that brought embarrassment and dishonor to the kingdom of God. God, I want to thank you for knowing that I can come to you and ask you for forgiveness, God, and just wait on the change that you bring into my life. God, I thank you for another day to be able to pray for my family and my friends, associates, coworkers, uh, church members, the ministry team, for my family, oh God, for my neighborhood, for my city, for my country, oh God to come before you and say, God, I put it all at your feet. Put them all on the altar as we just stand and we wait on your change, oh God. Those that receive the change, we say hallelujah. Excuse me, for those that don't, we say, God, have your way. Do what you need to do concerning that soul. God, we just thank you. Let them have ears to hear what you have to say all today. 
Give them a heart to receive. Give them a mind to meditate. But God, let us accept what you allow. Let us, oh Lord, just say, God, not my will, but your will. Let us, oh Lord, surrender. Surrender to you, oh God. As we put it all on the altar. As we lay our family out, our finance, our physical health, mental, and um, emotional. God, we just place it at your feet and say, have your way, oh God. God, as the weather is changing, so are attitudes and personalities and desires, our appetites. God, don't let us forget about you, oh God. I ask the word to plant in our heart that it may come up and that it do come up when it's needed. Don't let us forget about you, oh God. Cover us as we're going out and as we're coming in. Cover us, oh God. As our minds start to work it and thinking, and we coming up with solutions. I'm asking you to cover us, Lord God. Don't let the heat of the weather or the change of the sun, the change of the day, don't let it overtake us, God. God, cover our minds when they try to come up with secret things to do, secret sins and secret this and that. God, we just ask you right now, cover us, oh Lord. Things that we've forgotten or things that's puzzling our mind, we ask you to bring it back to remembrance, oh God. God, we just ask you to show up and show out in this season and our lives. Because they say those that keep their mind on you, you will keep them in perfect peace. God, teach us how to stay focused on you. Teach us how to desire you, oh Lord. Teach us how to want to please you, O oh God. Teach us how to want to stand before you, O oh God, even when we don't even know we're standing before you, but we take the acknowledgement that you are our God of everything, everywhere, for every time and place, that no matter what we do, you see us, you hear us. God, teach us how to be valuable of your timing. Oh, God, I thank you for that. That one right there, to be valuable of your timing. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to come before you just to say thank you. Some didn't get that chance, oh, Lord, to come before you on today. Some don't have that chance, oh, Lord, to be in a right mind, to know they can come before you today and say, I need you, God. I need you right now, oh Lord. Cover our minds, God. Cover our hearts. Cover our homes, oh Lord. Cover everything that has to deal with us concerning building your kingdom, oh God. Even when we don't know we're building it, God. Put something down on the inside of us that will 
help somebody around us, even help us to understand that we must seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto us. God, we just want to say we thank you. We could come before you saying, God, cover my family, cover my finances, cover my home, cover everything and everybody that's affiliated and associated with me. But, God, I know your words that if I take care of your business, your concerns, you take care of mine. So, God, everything that you know is in my heart and on my mind, I give it to you, oh, God. Cover the people, oh, Lord. Jesus. When we don't know what to pray, God, place in our heart. When we don't know what to say, God, place it in our mouth, oh, God. When our minds are roaming back and forth, oh, God, line our mind up that it may meditate on your word, oh, God. It may desire to get in your word, oh, God. God, I thank you for just changing the atmosphere that I walk in, changing the atmosphere of the way I talk, oh God, changing the desires of our hearts, oh Lord, changing the desires of our appetite, oh Lord. God, we want to say thank you. We want to say thank you, oh Lord, because we see the shift in the spirit realm. We see the shift in our atmosphere. We want to say thank you, O Lord. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I just want you all to sit back and read the action. <coughs> Come on and take this little journey with me on some things that I noticed. I noticed that yesterday was a lovely day. It was a day of of a lot of celebration with my family and friends and with other people. People were out celebrating. And they were enjoying themselves and they were watching other people enjoy themselves as we were doing the same, enjoying ourselves and watching other people enjoy themselves. But we went to a day party. When I say we, I'm talking about my sister. I talked to like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser and my son, Junior. We went to a party. And uh, it was for Miss Brooks my adopted mom, and uh, she had turned 90, and uh, Miss Brooks is in her right mind, she's a little older now, a little, how do you say, wobbly, but she has her cane, and well, she's holding on to one of her sons. She has four sons, and um, 
she loves to dress. When I tell you this lady loves to dress, she's matching from her head to her toes. Even her purse is matching. So her colors was red and silver and black. And she had on this red skirt suit with a red hat and it was diamond out, you know, the sparklies on it. And she had a red shoes that was also diamond out, you know, had the, the rhinestones, the studs uh, or whatever you want to call it. But she was just gorgeous. She had on her red lipstick. She was just gorgeous. She was so happy to see when I tell you we celebrated her with her family. She had family come in from Arkansas and family come in from Cleveland and she had family that came in from everywhere. And when I tell you that they were happy to be there. Now the place we was at they had the biggest room and um it wasn't a empty chair in there. And if I'm not mistaken, they had 10 tables or more. And it was 10 people at each table. Her sons really laid this party out for her. They wanted to celebrate their mom. And we had chances to go up and say things about Miss Brooks. And as things were being said about Miss Brooks, I noticed, I'm just speeding forward a little bit, but I'm going to go back after a while. I noticed that her oldest son was sitting at the table, and he had his head down because he was trying to hide the fact that he became emotional. Mm. He was trying to hide the fact that he was able to be there and he was celebrating with his mother. But as they talked about his father, how this woman had been married to her husband for 77 years. Hmm. Now, her oldest son will be 75 this June, but she's been married to her husband for 77 years, which he passed away, he went on to be with the Lord a couple of years ago, and um, he was sitting there crying. Now, I've been knowing this family for many, many years, and I've been knowing my friend, which I call my godbrother because I adopted his mom as my godmother. And uh, I watched him sit there and watched him weep. I don't know what was the reason exactly, but I do know it had to do with celebrating his mom but missing his dad. I watched him 
sit there and try to cover it up. And when my sister said to me, she says, such and such is crying, <clears throat> I said, such and such over here crying, y'all. He over here crying. He can't hold it in, however I said it. And everybody started laughing, and one person jumped up to tell him how much he loved him, and man, it's okay to cry and all that. And we laughed, and we laughed. And I watched how his brothers got together and, came and got him to go take a picture with their mom and uh, to cheer him up. And we sat there and watched him, and I heard my sister say, see, that's what he needed. He needed somebody to distract him, to make him laugh, because he really had went into a place of, wow, my dad isn't here, but my mom is still here. And I'm saying all that to say, for us to come together to celebrate this lady that turned 90 years old, she basically recognized everybody there. She let you know that she knew who you were, and she was able to show love back to those that show love to her. And she said something yesterday that really, really blessed me. She said, I forget a lot. And sometimes I move a little slow. She said, but I just find myself just wanting to live and honor God and do God's will. And, you know, she didn't say, uh-uh. I want to get around and I want to go shopping, which everybody knows, because even her pastor say everybody knows she could shop. She was always the cleanest one at church, no matter what they was having. If they were just having a meeting, he said they would laugh, sit back and laugh, because when she came in the room, she was the cleanest person in the church. That's how Miss Brooks flowed. That's how she rolled. She made sure when you saw her, you saw the blessings of God on her. And when yesterday she was talking to us, she made sure we knew that all she wanted to do, even at 90, was to still please the Lord. They say she sent her tithes and offerings in every Sunday. Mm-hmm. With the church secretary and different friends and family members and everybody say something good about you, they don't have to figure out what to say, but they said something good about their grandmother, their mom, their, the pastor said something about his members, the, the, a church member said something about their uh, co-member, however you want to say it. When you sit back and watch your daughter-in-law work diligently to put a party together, not just any kind of party, not just a party that was any place, but put it together with excellency. It was called the Crystal Sky Banquet Hall. I mean, it, it just they went out of the neighborhood 
to make sure everybody was safe and didn't have to worry about going in and coming out and um, worrying about parking and nothing. It was a day party from 12 noon to 4 p.m. And the best part about it, didn't have to worry about putting nobody out, carrying nobody out. Everything was done decency and on time. And I really enjoyed being there and was really enjoyed being invited, really enjoyed having my sister with me and my son. And when Ms. Brooks looked up and saw my sister, she said, I remember you. My sister said, yes, you do. Yes, you, you uh, did. You did this and you did that. And she said, because I did this. And my sister said, yes. And she said, uh-huh. She said, I remember you. See, with Miss Brooks, you either in or out. <laughs> what I mean by that? You either in her favor or you just in her knowing. She know you. She knows she either going to be bothered with you or she not. She was glad to see my sister. She hasn't been knowing my sister but for a little while. She met my sister about two, three months ago. Out of all the years I've been knowing her, she just met my sister because my sister had been away in the military. And Ms. Brooks have heard me talk about my sister over the years, but she had never met her. But she finally had a chance to meet her, and the way she was giving my sister a tour of her home and uh, talking to her, she just kicked the rest of us out of the conversation because she was talking to my sister and she was enjoying the conversation she was having with my sister, and my sister was enjoying the conversation she was having with Miss Brooks. And Miss Brooks wanted to make sure that when she, they first they was going to make it a surprise party, but I kept telling them, you can't keep no secrets around your mama. Your mama can hear through brick walls. So anyway, she found out about the party, and after a while she told them who she wanted. Now, you know, that's something else. When you're giving a surprise party for a 90-year-old person or older, I just say a senior, senior person, and they say, uh-uh, th- this person, these people right here, I want at my party. If you don't invite these people, you better understand there's going to be a problem at the party because she made a request of who she wanted. And it's just amazing to know that when the word of God said, if you keep your mind stayed on Jesus, he will keep you in perfect peace. Like I said, this this woman, this awesome woman of God, said that she lived and she's living to serve the Lord. I'm saying all that to say, don't get so caught up in what you're doing because, see, even his word said those that endure to the end. Make sure you've got a desire in your heart to endure to the end to satisfy. What I mean by that, to satisfy the vow you made unto the Lord. 
Lord, I'll serve you all the days of my life. See, that's a promise we make to God. And we have to do like his word. We have to endure to the end. Don't make a promise to the Lord and take it back. Don't make a promise to the Lord and don't keep it. Don't make a promise to the Lord because you just want to sound like you're doing something, saying something, because you're going to sound like uh, just some banging and la-da-da, daddy-toddy and all of that. That's what you're going to sound like you're saying before God when you know that you have no intentions of enduring to the end. I wanted to talk about that because I wanted to tell you about when you get older and people still make and take time for you. I want to tell you tell you all about a lady that had four sons and I adopted her as my mother, but I watched her raise these four boys and take care of her husband. And I watched them treat their mother like the queen she is because they never known her to be nothing but mom. She was always working, taking care of the home, raising her kids, telling her sons in a minute what they ain't going to do. They they would tell you how she used to walk up to them and bust them side they head, or especially if she told them to do something they didn't do it. She didn't have no girls, so she had to tell her boys what she wanted done around the house, and it better be done. And you talk about some men that could keep a clean house. They cut the grass, mow the lawn. Now, it's a difference in cutting grass and mowing lawn. It's, it's a difference. And keep, a, uh, you know, the flowers lined up. This is what she, she don't have to worry about it. They take care of that. They water the grass. They do whatever they have to do. Things they don't know, and I don't say don't know how. They, you know, you have especially some people could cook, some could clean, some could mechanic. Some could just say, let me pay somebody to do it. Whatever your job is, do your job and be good at it. So that was one of the events we did yesterday was to go and honor our extended family and watch how God is blessing her in these days. And we just pray that Ms. Brooks have many more days left on this green earth that the Lord has given her and be able to watch how long her sons live because they have lived Exodus 20 and 12. They honored their mother and their father. When I tell you they honored, this family right here did not leave their mother to fend for herself or live alone after their dad passed away. They still continue to be there for their mom. And I've never seen four brothers get along like they do. Oh, my God. They get along like they do. We had, like I said, she had people come in from Tennessee, from Memphis, 
I'm telling you, they just came in from Mississippi. They came in from everywhere to celebrate this woman of God. Yeah. I hope and pray that that's the type of life we're living, that as we get older, we don't, they don't forget about us either. When you have family members come in from out of town, you in your 90s, they're in their 70s, 80s, 90s also, and they're excited about coming to see you. Oh, that's a that's a testimony. What is your life saying about you when people give a testimony? Hmm. Think about it. What are people going to say about you when it comes to giving a testimony? Make sure when you live in your life, it's not just pleasing to your family, but it's pleasing to the Lord. Mm. Make sure when you live your life, when people get up to talk about you, not only do they cry because of the good things, but because of the good memories. That when they talk about you, it brings joy and happiness to someone else, a heart and eyes that they may shed a tear to say, I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember. When your grandkids to stand up and say, that was not just my grandma. That was my mother because she raised me. When your grandkids are happy to be around you, that don't you know most Children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, nieces, nephews, just say family, they don't want to be bothered. They don't want to be around you. When your pastor can come to your celebration and say, my God, what a faithful, joyous member. Whenever I saw her coming, I knew she was going to stand for what was right. When they say, I when she spoke in the church, she fought for the pastor. She fought for the church. She fought for God's word to be done just as his word said. Now that's a testimony. What is your testimony going to be? Now, at the, at the uh, celebration was over at 4, and we went to the next celebration for our great late Apostle Sandra Thomas. And when we got there, we were the first ones there, and then one of our cousins showed up, Michi, and nobody else was there. And we waited a little bit, but then we decided we were going to go and sit down and eat. And once we did sit down and eat, we started noticing a lot of the family was coming through. A lot of the family was coming in to the restaurant. We noticed people from the neighborhood came in, and we noticed people from our childhood church that we grew up in came and we 
had more people than they had tables in the area we were sitting in. And uh, we began to order food and we began to walk around and fellowship with one another and laugh and talk. And I began to look around and say, wow. I said, look at this. I said, Lord, look at this. And I was sitting there thanking God that I lived to see and that I was able to celebrate with the family to celebrate the late Apostle Sandra Thomas' birthday and Freddie's birthday, her oldest son, Freddie Jr., May 52, that I was able to be there with my bloodline family and we was laughing and talking and I said, God, here it is, you got the children of two sisters' children fellowshipping, but the children of the sisters' children, 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 children. And I sat there for a little while and began to smile and say, wow, me and my sister Cecilia was the third generation representing the children of two sisters but representing the generation of the the grandchildren. Let me put it like that. We were grandchildren of Molly Seabury's and George Seabury's children. And out of those children, the grandchildren, we were the generation representing for that sister because Carol Gibson is the third generation. She's gone on to be with the Lord. Her children were there, two of them, or three of them. Linda Handy, which is a third generation of one of the sisters, Clara, her daughter, Paulette Long and her husband Chris was there. And Sandra Thomas, her children were there. Frederick Thomas Jr., Pastor Sarah Troy Thomas, Prophet Antoine Thomas, and Jamal Thomas. Joy Thomas has gone on to be with the Lord. We were all there. We were sitting at the table eating pizza, laughing and talking. And I said to them, I said, y'all know what? I said, do y'all know we have, we're celebrating in here together today? And they was like, yeah, yeah. I said, but we're down to the sixth generation. And everybody kind of stopped and kind of looked and said, huh? I said, we have six generations of the Seabury Brown Sinclair lineage up in here. Even though the names have changed because the daughters, daughters, daughters have gotten married or they're um, living by 
the name of their father that, you know, anyway, when, as we began to talk and we began to say just because I was born at this time and I grew up with this generation, like we started with me and my sister, we were born time the fourth generation was coming along, but we were from the third generation and everybody didn't, didn't understand we were up there with their parents but we was born alone the time their parents have children because the time that we were born in life. And then we started talking about, yeah, because this person and that person was born along with us, but they were part of the fourth generation, and we all were all coming up. And then we went on and went on, and when we got down to the fifth generation, they was like, wow, I didn't know that. And I was like, yeah, see, you all are the fifth generation, but some of their kids were in there that made it to the sixth generation. And it was like, wow, when we began to talk, I said, see, that's love and honor. It's always important to know who you are, where you are, and whom you are. I said, because, see, then you understand what, Family mean when they said, I pray that God blesses my family down to a hundred generations. So if we're just in the sixth generation, that was that was there last night. And I said to them, my older brother, children, 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 they're already down to the eighth, seventh, and eighth generation. Because what well, I'm not mistaken, as my sister was saying, he was married at a young age. See, back when he was born, if a boy got a girl pregnant, he had to marry her. Oh, if it was still like that these days, we would have better blessings over homes, and that's another story. But anyway, his children, 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 are having children. So when you sit back and you look at Blessings of the Lord. What what the words say? The blessings of the Lord make it rich and added no sorrow. When you sit back and look at what God is doing, when you sit back and look at what God is doing, when you sit back and see what God is doing, you see the blessings of the of the Lord with Miss Brooks and her family. That they were honoring their Matriarch giving her flowers, as the pastor say, while she's still here. When we were, as a family, sitting down with the next generation, because, see, when my generation passes on, the family needs to know exactly who they are. They need to understand honor. They need to understand respect. They need to understand placement. See, when God puts you at a place, you know, especially if you wear a title, you want to be honored. You want to be respected. You want to be acknowledged. And I said that to say, when I was growing up, 
and we would have family reunions. I remember how big our family reunions were. It was like a concert. We had family coming from all over America. We would get together, and each state would put on their rendition of family praising God. What I mean by their rendition, we would have different choirs and uh, different soloists and different speakers. We made it a family event because see, that's what our grandmother wanted us to know, that we were not just born, but we were born with a purpose, and that purpose was to serve the Lord. So when we would have events like our family reunion, we would go above and beyond, but everything was surrounded by Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Everything was surrounded by the kingdom of God, who I live and die for. Everything was about teaching the next generation to carry on this bloodline blessing because we were doing what we were taught to do, and that was to serve and praise the Lord. When I watched how easy it is for us to lose focus. Hmm. See, we got to make sure that each generation tells the next generation how, what, and why. How the family reunion came about. Hmm. What the family reunion is about and why we must keep telling the same story over and over and over. Don't let your kids keep learning in grammar school that Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. When Jack fell down, he broke his crown, and Jill came tumbling out. Don't keep letting them teach your kids about Little Red Riding Hood and the three pigs. Don't let them keep teaching them but you forget to teach your children about your history. That's the most valuable history lesson you can ever teach your children about your history, that we won't go back to living a life where we didn't keep God first. We won't go back into living where we're saying, well, I could talk to God a little later. No, no. I'm going to talk to God before, I'm going to talk to God doing, and I'm going to talk to God after. Because, see, I'm going to give God thanks before, I'm going to give God thanks doing, and I'm going to give God thanks after. So we got to get to a place in our hearts and minds that we don't forget about the old folks. Uh, still acknowledge and recognize. We don't forget about the old folks. And when they tell you, my, I'm still living to please the Lord, we don't forget about that. We do, the next one is when we want to celebrate it with our family, we don't forget about the young folks that they need to know where they come from. They need to know the struggle. They need to know the blessings. They need to know who God is the role God plays. Because, see, 
if you never tell your children where you come from, they're not going to understand the bloodline blessing. Ah. See, that's what we messed up at. We want to act like we are, always been here now. See, some of us didn't have a bus pass for a long time. We had to do some walking. Then we graduated to a, a, a little bus back here now. Then we graduated to bus card affair, however, and some of us was able to get a, a little hoopty or a little ride. We got to let them know how we went from point A to we were now at point D. But don't forget about what God has done. Them that endure shall reap the rewards of the Lord. But them that has always act like we've been here, you won't never be able to survive if something was to happen. What I mean by that? See, a lot of us say, oh, I've learned to live without this. No. Mm-mm. Now, if you experience some lights out and no food in the cover or heat turned off and on a cold night or a winter night and no running water, uh, no roof over your head, shelter, you may may understand. But see, what we have to do is don't forget what the Lord has done. We have to not forget what God has brought us from. We have to not forget to share with our children. I have a cousin. I love him dearly. He is so funny to me. They asked him, why do you do this and why do you do that? He said, because I'm me. I love that in him. He had a shirt on yesterday that just told the truth about what he loves and what he is. He said, I'm me. He ain't letting nobody, baby. He's a perfect example of showing your daughters this the kind of man you can end up with if you don't keep God's hurt, if you're not led by God. When I tell you I love the fact that he's him, he don't sugarcoat it. He don't play with it. He don't perpetrate it. He just said, it's me. You either like it or you don't. I know what I like. I know what I am. He is hilarious. But he is. See, we got some that walk around here with the, I I, I call it incarnito. Not incarnito, incarnito. They think they being, uh, (laughs) They think they're not being seen. They they think they're being um, incognito. They they just really do. But not knowing, they raggedy, and everybody see it anyway. See, a lot of times you don't have to say something, but just your appearance, the way you walk. We know about the way you talk, but the way you sit, the way you look at things, the way you dress. You know, an outfit says a lot about you, whether you believe it or not. It says a lot about you. And I just wanted to say, I just wanted to share with you all today about what is your life saying, what is your living testimony saying about you. 
Is it saying that I love the Lord for real? Is it saying that even in the old age, I'm going to love the Lord with my whole heart? Is it saying that I believe what the word says, he that endures to the end? It, what is it saying? Hmm. Did you live a testimonial life before your children, when your children are in not only did we celebrate Little Deacon Freddie Thomas' birthday yesterday, we celebrated the re- the memory of Apostle Elect Sandra Thomas. We celebrated her memory, and as we talked, we talked about celebrating other loved ones. They talked about. Wanted to get back to where we used to be. Family gathering. Family celebration. Just the thought that God is bringing the family back together because of the desire of prayers that's been put before the altar and God is bringing it to pass. So I just wanted to say that I thank you all for joining me today, allowing me to cover for Apostle Elect. The lines are open if anybody would like to have something to say before we close the program out. The lines are open. Please speak at this time. Okay, we just want to say again, thank you. And to my family, if anybody's listening, please call back at 1045 so we can have our family prayer time. And uh, we're not going to be long. We're going to do what God tells us to do. And we're just going to make sure that we keep God first. Our foundational scripture for Smile 3E, Iron Shopping Iron, is Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I know one thing I definitely want is my family to understand that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but she'll have everlasting life. I want my family to know that there's a reason God keeps saying generation. We pray about generational curses, generational blessings. We pray about this and that. I used to wonder in the Bible, why I was saying this uh, one begat this one, like Noah begat a Cain and Abel. I'm sorry, Adam begat Cain and Abel, and they know they got Seth, and and it went on and on. Seth, who begat who? Who begat that? Who begat? When you look at it, they talk about the generations. I want to make sure our family know that when the Bible teaches you 
about generations. When the Bible teaches you this generation stayed before God, this generation strayed before God, this generation came back to God, when the Bible teaches you about generation, why is it not important in our life today not to understand the blessings of generation? It was so many generations before David. It was so many generations before Jesus. I want you all to know that there's generations of blessings. And I want my bloodline to be covered by the generation of blessings. My grandmother, Molly Seabury, and my grandfather, George Seabury Sr., Senior, senior, because mm, it's been some George Seabury Juniors, a lot of them since. We're down to the fourth or the fifth one. But anyway, we need to know that God makes sure we understand the blessings of generations. Mm. Thank you all for letting me run over a little bit. But again, we thank you for joining with us today. Uh, tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, our very own Dr. Serena Wright will be ministering for us tomorrow. Please tune in. Um, Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it will be our Wisdom Wednesday, where God will be using me to minister and talk wisdom to you. And I'll probably talk about generations again. I'll see what God says. Uh, Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will be having a discussion about what God has put on my heart to share with you all. I'm hoping to have a co-host with me on Friday, but we shall see. And if you come back next Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will hear our very own Apostle-elect, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. She will be back on the air. And I just want to let you all know that we love you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. When we teach you about what God's Word says, we use the word to back it up. Use the word to back it up. So I just want to say to you all, thank you again for joining in. Be blessed. We'll talk to you all tomorrow night. Amen. Good day, everyone. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm hoping somebody's on the line. Forgive me for being a little late. Is anyone on the line? Okay. Well, I didn't hear anybody, but I'm going to go on anyway. Father God, I thank you for this opportunity to pray with and for my family. Thank you for the chance to come before you, asking you to forgive me for the tardiness. You got preoccupied. 
but just for my family, I just want to say I love you all with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm requesting that we all come together and understand the togetherness of family corporate prayer. God, I thank you for Apostle Elect giving us the time to use this platform to stand in the gap. God, I ask you to forgive us of every sin, God, even the sin of not knowing who we are and what we are and whom we belong to. Those extra minutes I took was for to give us a chance to come before you, to give us a chance to want to stand together in a touch and agree with the opportunity to pray one for another. God, I thank you for the bloodline that you blessed me to be born in. I thank you for the bloodline that took the opportunity to introduce us to the kingdom of God. God, I thank you for the bloodline that loves on one another unconditionally. No matter what we do or how we do it, God, we know that we're all we got. God, teach us how to stand together, holding hand by hand, teaching the next generation to stand before you, to come before you, to ask you to lead and guide us, God. God, we ask you to line us up with your word, to teach us your word, God, from Genesis to Revelation, to teach us how to stand on it, trust and believe in it, apply it to our life, oh God. God, for we know that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. We know that he's roaming this earth and this world, seeing who he may devour. We know that he's fighting us to keep us from joining one another in prayer. But God, we know that we have been taught that prayer is the most powerful gift we have, how we can apply it to our lives, to our family, how we can cover one another, God. Because in your word it taught us and it teaches us that we don't have to be there physically, but we could just say, God, I pray unto you, and I ask you, God, to send your word, to speak it, speak the word over my family, oh God, that we're covered going out, we're covered coming in, our family is covered no matter where they may be, God. We ask you, God, to step into the broken heart, We ask you, God, to come into the broken heart. We ask you to mend our broken heart. God, we have so much on the table. We have so many requests. We have so many prayers that we're just asking. We're just waiting. God, we don't know how to pray. God, teach us how to pray. God, teach us not to be ashamed to pray. Teach us not to be ashamed or scared to ask for prayer. God, it teaches us how to stand together. Mm. Teach us how to call on one another, to say, let's pray together. Let's pray for this one. Let's pray for that one. God, put this in my heart. God, put this on my heart. God, if I have to just pray 
by myself, God, I'm willing to stand in the gap for my family. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, how not to give up. Teach me, Lord, how not to get disappointed. Teach me, Lord, how not to be afraid, how not to be able to just see that the need is there. Teach me, God. Lord, I thank you for just knowing that you are God and you will do it all. That you are God. You want to do it all. That you are God over our life, God, from generations to generations to generations, God. Teach us the importance of passing down the knowledge of you. Teach us the importance of passing down the love of you. Teach us, God, how to cover each other with the blood of Christ. Teach us, God, how to acknowledge that you are King of kings, Lord of lords. You are everlasting. You are Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning and the end. You are the author. God, you're not the God of confusion, but you are God of justification. You are a God that keeps us. Lord, as we walk through this life, the desires of our heart, God, teach us that you will give us desires of our heart. You will take our feet out of the miry clay. You will save and sanctify, deliver, breakthrough, rescue. God, you are everything we need, oh, Lord. For, God, when we don't know what to say, what to do, God, we will know we can come before you, lay before you, as we're walking, as we're talking, as we're riding around, God, keep our hearts stayed on you, O oh Lord. Father God, I just thank you for my bloodline. I thank you for Lula and Beauty Kaiser's bloodline. I thank you for covering us, God, covering many and her children and their children's children, covering Mary and her children and his children, children. God, I thank you for covering Sheila and her children and their children, children. God, I thank you for covering Stanley and my household and the children of common, my stepchildren, God. I ask you to touch their hearts, O oh Lord, that they will forgive, forget, and step forth in your word, God. Give them a desire to know you, O oh Lord, even the more. I ask you, God, to cover Cecilia and her children and his, his her child and his children, their children to come. God, we ask you to cover us down to the 10th generation that our children, the Kaisers, the Harris, the Wright, and any other name that it changes unto, God, we ask you to cover them. God, Stanley said he's going to make a family tree for the family. Keep that on his heart. Keep that in his heart, God. Let him keep his word. God, cover Pinky and all of her ideas for the family and Juan and his ideas and all of the other ideas that the family has came up with. God, as long as we keep you first, all things shall be possible. All things are possible with you, O oh Lord. Teach us how not to be that other kind, but the kind that you called us to be. Keep us out and keep our heart and mind stayed on you, O oh God. 
delivered through all things we shall overcome. We are more than conquerors, oh God. God, we are the seed of the seed of the seed that you have planted in this bloodline, God. Don't let us forget, oh God. Bring us together, oh Lord, as one unit. Teach us, God. Touch our heart and our minds, oh God. Touch our spirit, oh Lord that we want to co-join with you, God, to be co-inhabitants of your inheritance, oh God. God, I trust you. I trust you, God. God, we need to be rescued in your Son, Jesus' name. God, we need to be covered in your Son, Jesus' blood. God, we need a hedge put around us that we are kept day in and day out, God. When the enemy comes in as a flood, God, raise up a standard, oh God. God, there's nothing new under the sun. The tricks that the enemy has tried and are trying, God, we ask you to put the axe at the root of the castle and cut it out, oh God. God, we love you. God, we know we're not here forever, God, but let your word live on. God, let the love and the blessings and the togetherness that you have taught us to put forth, let it live on, oh God. For the secret prayers, oh God, the request, God, heal, heal, heal. Touch T's heart. Heal her mind, body, and soul, oh God. Bring us back, oh God. Take us back to when we first loved you, oh God. Take us to the place when we first called on your name. Take us to the place where we first made a vow, oh God. Let us not take the vow back, but let us renew the vow and add more to it. Father God, we trust and believe that your will will be done. Oh God, I thank you. For my grandmother cried and prayed For my mother cried and prayed. For we have cried and prayed. God, keep our tears. God, I just ask you right now, answer the prayer. Cover, cover, cover. Teach us how to have conversation. And no matter what we say and do, God, we trust you, oh Lord. We apply your word to our lives, O oh God, to our family. We trust in you, O oh God. Even when we're scared or ashamed, but God, your word said, don't be ashamed of you, because if we're ashamed of you, you will be ashamed of us before your Father. Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for breaking us. I thank you for breaking us. I thank you for breaking it all. Yes, Lord. We want to wear a crown when we enter into your glory. We want to be granted to enter into your glory. We want our names to be written in the Lamb Book of Life. God, we just pray, pray, pray. God, teach us. 
Rescue us, rescue us, O God. Heal us, heal us, O Lord. God, don't let us get so busy and care about others. We forget about our bloodline, O God. The enemy is trying to destroy us. The enemy is trying to kill us, O God. But God, we ask you to bring us together. Build us back up, O God, as a family that believes in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. We ask you to give us life, O God, that we live to do your will, O God. We know that there's three that bears record in heaven and three that bears record on earth. God, we ask you to cover us under the that word that you have given us. God, we just thank you, O oh Lord. Teach us how to read. It's nothing but a scripture a day. Teach us how to recite and re- remember a scripture a day. Give us a scripture, God, that will grab a hold to our heart and we will stand on that, holding onto your unchanging hand, trusting in you, O oh God. Teach us how to pray and talk with you, O Lord. Teach us, O God, how to depend on you and not on man. Teach us how to wait on you, O God. Give us a spirit of discernment, God. Hey, glory to your name, O God. Give us a spirit of discernment, O God. Give us the desire to ask you for the spirit of discernment, O God. God, I place a prayer of of a request to put the hook of the Holy Spirit, the desire of being saved and sanctified in our hearts, oh God, in our children's children's hearts, in the womb of the mothers that get pregnant with the seed of our bloodline, God, that there's a hook in the child or the children to be saved even in the mother, to give a hook in her that once that child gets in her womb, it brings not just life for the child, but life given from you, O God, that they will be saved and sanctified. They will desire to live. They will say in their minds and hearts, it's something about the name of Jesus. The seed that you planted in me, O oh God, with the baby in the natural or buried in the spirit, God, whichever pregnancy you put in us, O oh God, let it come forth, let life grow. That through and with you, O oh God, I can see, I can see the glory of God. Glory, hallelujah. Open the eyes of our heart, Lord. Open the eyes of our inner man, O oh God. Open our eyes, O oh God, that we may see you, O oh Lord. We desire you. I call out the love for my family to come forth. I call out the love of my family to bring forth. I call out the love of my family to seek you the more, O oh God. You said they that seek you early shall find you. 
whether early in their life, early in the morning, or early in the desires of being saved, God, we just ask you right now to just see our family saved and sanctified, to keep them, O oh Lord. There's people that's been assigned to pray for our family, God. I ask you, oh Lord, let them pray for real. Let them come into the position of touching and agreeing. Let them desire to be with you, O oh Lord. God, I thank you for this opportunity to pray for my family. I thank you for this opportunity to keep praying for my family. I thank you for this opportunity for my family to want to be prayed for, to want to join in for prayer, that they put a urgency in their hearts and a desire to say it's family prayer time. I got to sit in with family prayer time. God, so I thank you. I plan to pray every Sunday that you allow me to. I plan to pray for my family. And I pray that I ask you, God, to touch their hearts to join in. I won't take it back. I'll add more to it. I won't take it back. I'll add more to it. Lord, I won't take it back. I'll add more to it. Touch Pinky. Touch T. Touch Juan. Cover their household. Touch Brandon. Touch Cricket. For their household. Father God, I trust you with my bloodline. I trust you, oh God. So I touch Stan and Carlton and Lewis in a special way, God. Touch them. Answer their prayers, oh God. Touch Carvard and Hector and Squeaky. Keep them covered. Keep all harm, evil, danger, and death away from us. Touch him, O oh Lord. Touch him, O oh God. Touch Lulu, Wiggles, and Yak. Keep him safe, O oh God. As Yak go through and forth through this school, God, touch him that he goes to summer camp. Touch him that his prayers are answered. Yes, O oh God. We pray big things over his life, O oh Lord, that you keep him humble. Take him back from when he first loved you, when he just thought church was everything, when he loved you, O oh Lord. Remind him he is the man of God you called him to be in his home. Keep his heart humble, O oh Lord, and focus on you, O oh God. Teach him how to want to say to his family, let us pray until they pray with them, until they can't not stop praying. Touch wiggles, oh God. Take out the anger. Take out the blame. Let him see.
see what you're trying to say to him. Let him see what you are saying to him. Let him see you in everything he do, O oh God. Touch his heart and his mind. That there's reactions because of your actions. And but there is a rescue on the way. If you just trust God and give him your whole heart. Touch Lulu, Lord. Change her heart and her mind. Change her conversation. Change her desires. Change her atmosphere, Lord. Let her want to know you, God. God, I ask you to give her the mindset of asking you for real friends and teach her how to be a real friend. Oh, God, I just ask you right now, cover her, God. Put a bridle in her mouth. Shut her mouth, God, that she won't talk so much and tell so much. Mmm. Mmm, Lord. Let her see what you see when you look at her. Let her see it in her, oh, God. God, you say you throw our sins in a sea of forgiveness, never to remember no more. God, whatever state we've gotten ourselves into, God, teach us how to trust you and teach us how to let to know that you will wipe the slate clean if we just repent and come before you. God, touch Stanley. Touch his heart, God. Remind him he is the man of God, who he's been called to be. Touch his dad that he will be the man of God you call him to be, oh God. Touch Stanley Jr., that God, he will come back to you 100%. God, open the doors to him. Let them see in him what you put in him, God. Mm. Let them pay for him to go to school to get his master's, oh Lord. He spoke of last night of his dreams, what he want to do, God. I'll ask you right now, God, bring him to pass. Give him the, the way. Give him the knowledge. Give him the help, oh, Lord. God, we ask you to touch Brandon's wife, Michaela, that she will value the man of God that you've put in her life. She will see him as a blessing. She will see him, as you said, a man that's finding the wife. Hmm. Find a good thing and obtain the favor of the Lord. Teach her how to be the wife that you've called her to be, to love her own husband. To love him in a way that she knows that he knows that she is the one. He didn't make a mistake. Lord, touch them girls, them twins, that they will be what you call them to be, they will be who you call them to be. Touch Tatum, O oh Lord, that he will be brought up to be smart like his dad or his two sisters. God, the blessings over that household, God. God, when it comes to one, God, we ask you to clear his mind. Touch his heart, O oh God. Take away the anger. We know the hurt that lies there. 
We know the brokenness. We know the broken heart. But, God, we thank you for him being a father that you've called him to be, being a father that he is, being the husband that you've called him to be, being the husband that you he is. God, we ask you to touch his and his wife's appetite. Touch their minds and their hearts, oh, God. Let them live a life before the children. They have girls, oh, God, and they have a son. That the life they live before their children, the children are watching. God, we just ask you to touch Shonda and Naya. Take Shonda, AJ, Charlie, Adrian, Tiana, Kai, even Tay-Tay, oh Lord. We ask you to touch all of their hearts, oh God. Where the spirit of confusion is, we ask you to cancel it. Where the spirit of confusion is trying to enter God, we ask you to block it. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We won't take back our request, oh God. We'll add more to it before we take it back. We won't cancel our request, oh God. We'll add more to it before we take it back. We come before you, oh God, trusting and believing and laying on the altar, holding on to the horns of the altar, crying out for me and my house who shall serve the Lord. Crying out, save us, oh Lord. Deliver us, oh Lord. Rescue us, oh Lord. Redeem us, oh Lord. Revive us, O oh Lord. Restore us, O oh Lord. God, have your way in our lives. God, let our conversations be from Genesis to Revelation, what thus says the Lord. God, your word says, Honor thy mother and thy father, thy days shall be longer on this green earth that the Lord you have given us. God, teach us. God, teach our children. Teach our children how to teach their children and their children down to the hundred generation to teach their children how to first put you first to love you and be about your business and you'll be about ourselves. God, don't let us love anything or anybody more than we love you, oh God. Touch and change our hearts concerning you, God, and your kingdom. God, I pray these things in Jesus' name and in Jesus' name. I pray these things, and it is so and so it is. Our first scripture that our mother taught us was Psalms 23. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to be able to say, I love the Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to be able to say, God, I thank you for teaching me what our mother taught us. Teach us how to teach our children. Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth my soul, I'm sorry, he leadeth me beside the still water. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, 
thy rod and thy staff they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God, my mother used to teach us that we used to play games in the car, but she would teach us about what the Lord has done, what the Lord has said, how to pray unto you. God, put that thing in our children's children to teach their children. There's nothing like the Word of God that we hide that in our hearts that when the time comes, we will be able to bring it up and use it. Give us a desire to learn from your Word and then find a way to Teach our children that they may hold on to it. Let the oil that ran down Aaron's beard continue to run on Jesus' name. It is so and so it is. Amen. Family, be blessed. And I pray that everybody heard the prayer on today, touch and agree with it. And if you didn't hear it live, go back in the archives and listen. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a good day. Bye-bye.